0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19. And I'd like to share verse 17 with you. And then let's talk just for a few minutes today about this this call to faithfulness that Jesus issues here. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. Well done, the king exclaimed. You are a good servant. You have been faithful with the little I entrusted to you, so you will be governor of ten cities as your reward. So as we're reading the passage today, I think I think it's it's important just to acknowledge that it is actually quite natural for the followers of Jesus to wonder about the, the time of his return. We know that it's gonna happen. God in his word promised the first coming, the first advent of the Messiah, and obviously God has fulfilled that promise. Jesus has come, he's provided a way of salvation, he died for our sins, he rose again, and God has also promised in his word the, the return of the Messiah. So we know, it stands to reason, God is faithful, God God fulfilled his first promise, of course, he's gonna fulfill his second. So. We know that this is going to happen. Jesus, after all, tells John, when we read this at the end of the book of Revelation, where he says, Yes, I am coming soon. And then we say in return, as John says at the end of Revelation, Amen, come, Lord Jesus. Now, what does, what does soon mean? Well, as we know, as we read in the scriptures in a number of places, uh, the apostle Peter talks about this in his, his first epistle that, uh, that the, with the Lord, a, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like a day. And so uh, the Lord's definition of soon is, is different than ours. We, we have a different perspective on time, obviously. And so you, know, you have something like at the ascension of Jesus, the the disciples are gathered there um, and and I'm feeling like I'm feeling like the angels must have gotten a a kick out of this Uh, the disciples are just watching the sky right Jesus ascends um, and then they're just like standing there just looking up and and this is what we read in Acts chapter 1 and uh, this is verse 9 through 11 After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. So you get the sense that they were, they were watching that Jesus was going to... He was, he was going to kind of take a victory lap in, in heaven and then he was going to be right back. So we're just going to watch. This is going to happen right now. And the angels are like, Hey, um, it, it's, uh, there's no need to watch, right? Like someday he's coming back, but it's not right now, right? And, and I'll tell you what... Um, Recent sort of trends in our culture and then add to that world events, especially related to Russia and then to Israel, uh, have caused some folks to, uh, maybe a lot of folks, to uh, a sort of a speculation uh, about the return of Jesus. I I can tell you in all all honesty, I, I have a lot of times just... You see something that is just so, you know, outrageous and, and I'm just feeling like, you know, Jesus is going to be see that and just be like, okay, we're wrapping this thing up now, right? So we're talking about that the other day. I was with a few folks and and somebody said, just joking around, that uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm going to hold off on that diet I was thinking about. And, and of course, that that's that's a joke but but um, I think honestly it kind of gets at the issue that Jesus is pointing to here in the passage the issue that he's addressing and that is in in anticipation of the time of the return of Jesus when we get sort of fixated on that we we do have this tendency to To sort of let up on our efforts for the kingdom of God, we we get a little bit like the disciples looking up at the sky, and and what we can actually start to do is uh, is start to to waste the time that God has given us. So uh, Jesus is with many of his followers in Jericho. Uh, Jericho is. Uh, is just down the mountain from Jerusalem. Uh, coming from Galilee, you hit Jericho, you turn right, and you go up to Jerusalem from there. And so Jesus and his disciples, they're on their way to Jerusalem. And there in Jericho, they likely would have been in view of the, the royal palace that Archelaus restored. Uh, to this great grandeur in in that day, and the scenario that Jesus describes, where where someone goes to a far off land to be crowned king, um, is is actually something that that happened uh, several times. We understand in the Roman Empire, and it happened with Archelaus. He he went to Rome to be crowned king. That is to be placed in charge over the, the region of, uh, of Galilee. And so that's, that's a, a real historical background that Jesus is, is sort of laying this parable over, right? And uh, those listening would have had those, those events in mind. And, and, and part of the point, as we've talked about before, is uh, comparison and contrast, right? To contrast Jesus with these other kings that Jesus is not a king like uh, like Herod like Archelaus like uh, Caesar any of the Caesars he is the king of kings of all the kings he is king he has absolute authority he is the Lord of all lords and and so the implication then would be if you don't want to disappoint an earthly king, a human king, you certainly don't want to disappoint the king of glory, the king of kings, who, after all, by the way, would die to give you salvation. That we, we long, I know, as believers, to have the Lord make this declaration over us as we arrive before the Lord we get to see him face to face to hear him say well done good and faithful servant I've seen that I can trust you with what I've given you with the time I've given you the resources, the gifts with all that I've given you you put it into play, you invested it for the kingdom I see that I can trust you now I'm going to entrust you with heavenly treasure, with heavenly responsibility Friends, we are called not to speculation. It can be very interesting. It can, it, 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 can, it can certainly catch our attention, but we are not called to speculation. Clearly, Jesus is saying we are called to faithfulness. As we wait for the return of the King, we are called to focus on what the Lord has given us, employing it for the sake of the kingdom of God. This... This, friends, is Jesus' call to faithfulness. May we hear it and heed it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.